now I'll have it like all together. This is gonna be a disaster. It's gonna sound like shit. Is it recording right now? Okay, we're up. Uh, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I, have to, I have to look it up to remember what I said in the last one. Put your headphones on, idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumbass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Hello? I can't hear myself. Uh-oh. Technical this issues. This is always the problem, man. It's all right. The reason being... No, put it back on. Put it back on. It's because this is number no, four. Put it back on. Hello? 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 Ah, a little bit. Turn it up a little bit. Hello? 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 That's good. That should be good. Alrighty. It's like all the way up. That's not working. Turn it down again. Let's just switch Is it three? Is it three? I'll switch to four. There we go. That is loud as heck. Okay. So this one. Hello? Hello? Yeah, that, that's that's good. Not down a little bit. Right there? Down. Hello? hello? That's going up. No, it's not. Is it? Hello? 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 It doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's... It this one. Hello? Oh, there we go. Okay. Go up. Go like top center. No. That's good. No. Right there? No. That one. Hello? This one. Uh, top center. Right there. Top. How about there? No, the top. Right there. On the top. How about there? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. Do it this way. Hello, hello. hello? That's good. Alrighty. That's how we're going to start up, everybody? episode. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? It's figuring out the headphones. Stop. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Dude, put your pop filter. I can hear every S you're saying. I thought you, you're the one who doesn't fucking use it. Half the well, time. now I started using it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oops. Oops. What the fuck? I have gum. I should probably swallow it, eh? Don't swallow it. it stays in what your else st- am I going to do with it? It stays in your tummy for seven years. That's a lie. It's it not It stays true. in your tummy for seven years. I've been chewing it for a good couple hours. It's hard as hell. It's hard as hell. Hello? Okay. This is going to... This is this thing fucking blows, dude. Yeah. Dude, Hello? I was riding my bike this morning, and I had this jacket on. Are you cold? And it was flying out like this. Oh, you looked like a cool guy. Yeah, I looked like I had a cape on. It was sick. <laughs> and then I also, I also felt stupid, though. Cause it, you know? No. What's up? Um, okay, so, in, uh, like I said in previous episode, in previous episode, <laughs> which was like, what, three weeks ago. Yeah, I was really sick. It's been sick as a dog. I'm still sick. I'm still recovering. I, I missed two exams. I'm going to me- the semester's a bust. It's a bust. What are you gonna do? Evil sickness. I don't know. Just gonna call it a bust and figure it out from there. You know, life sometimes throws you curveballs and you figure it out. You gonna withdraw? No, no, I can't. With- I'm just gonna take. It. I'm- I want to try to learn everything I can while I can, even though I may not do well in the exams. The next time around, I'll get an A because I already have all the notes. Okay. okay I think cool. that's pretty smart. Okay, cool. <clears throat> um, okay, cool. Okay, cool. But yeah, okay, so like I said, last episode, we are in October, so it is spooky season. Ah! <laughs> That's too scary, man. So, what I want to do, um, till the end of the month, we're going to read spooky stories. All right. Um, how long? I don't know. We'll see how long this You're goes. Just, is this going off the cuff? Like, you have a... Do you have any prepared? No, I don't have any stories. I'm just going to look up some spooky stories. You don't have anything prepared? Nope. <laughs> you don't have anything like... What there has to be websites with spooky stories. I mean, come on. You can read Goatman. What's Goatman? It's a classic. But you already know it. Yeah, I know it. It scares me Look at this. 20 spooky Halloween stories that will keep you up at night. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? You know what I watched this today? The Backrooms. That, like, that's like... Uh, what do you mean? The YouTube video? Like the YouTube series? 
There's a lot of different series. What do you mean? The main one? one, like Kane something. He's like a filmmaker. He did it all in like some 3D software. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And what do you think? I thought it was good, man. It was scary. I watched like the most recent one too last night, and it was fucking scary, dude. I was like, damn, I'm actually scared to fall in the back rooms. I don't want to be here. It's yeah. really, really well thought out. At least it seems that way. Yeah, I haven't seen much of them, but I just yeah, I, I didn't think I thought it was just like a hype thing, and I'm a giant hip, giant hipster, so I don't want to watch the stuff that's hyped up. But I'm gonna be honest, I recommend it. So let's find some back room esque stories. No, let's do something. No, they can't do a story. I fell into the back rooms and everything was weird. <laughs> so it was like, what? It was, I just heard that mute. Well then. Well, then, what do you think? What, do you, what kind of stories, then? Goatman. But you already know it. All right, then let's just make it up. Hey, guys, I'm scared of this thing. That's dumb. <laughs> Sorry, I did. <sighs> I had to answer a text on a podcast. Dude. Can, can so you sorry. hear this podcast? I can hear that. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Brain dry. I'm so sorry. I drink your water. I drink it up. All right, come on. Maybe not spooky stories. What about uh, um, haunted, haunted stories for kids? Haunted stories for kids. What do you think? Um, These funny and spooky ghost stories for kids keep that eerie vibe going through the night. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost stories for younger kids. Sneakers. Ready for a scary story about a pair of sneaky shoes? It's just it's not so scary. Story is a great one to I tell. I don't want to do scary stories. This is fucking. I want to. Dude, wanna. you have to. No, you're on my <sighs> podcast. I don't want to do scary stories. You have to comply to what I want to do. Don't you remember the first episode where we read the the dreams? That was our highest rated episode. Oh wait, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. But these are our dreams, though. Yeah. It's a difference. So? I was reading something. All right. Fair enough. What do you want to do then? I just want to, like, do silly, silly, goofy gropes. Gropes. Well, then I can read the stories and you can make fun of them. Okay. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Idiot. Stupid. Dumb. You're yeah. stupid dumb. You know I that? I know. Did you know that? Yes. It's stupid dumb. Yo. Stupid so. dumb. First story. Don't say we didn't warn you. Forget baseball. Swapping ghost stories is the best American pastime. You know that? I know stories in general are pretty popper, pop, pop, popular. These are a paragraph long. Dude. Okay. All right. Let's see how this goes. First one. Ready? Yep. I'm ready. Why are you on your phone then? Because I'm watching videos about how to fix up stuff. So you're not paying attention to me? No. Do we need to talk about this? No. <laughs> ah, okay, let's get ready. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. So we can talk about it. <laughs> no. I just don't understand you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. First story. The architect's key. This sounds fucking boring already, <laughs> dude. There, there was once a man named... Should we get some, like, spooky sounds? We already have some. Like spooky music, ambient? Yeah. Okay. Spooky ambient. 
Do something like cyberpunk. Spooky. I snorted. Don't listen. <laughs> spooky ambient. Halloween spooky. Spooky. Halloween spooky ambient. Haunted houses, villages, rainy Halloween. Sounds good. <coughs> Why is rain always scary? Or dark ambience, horror background music. <coughs> ten hours. Haunted village, Halloween. We're going to be doing this for ten hours? Full nature sounds white noise. No. Let's do the first. Ah! Oh, God. You hear that? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Scary, man. This sucks. That's good. What if we put it on half speed? Oh, spooky as <laughs> all hell. As spooky as all get out. As spooky as all get out. What like do you the think? Movie? What I haven't think? seen Get Out. 0.75. It a little crackle. Probably this sounds. I don't like this one. Yeah, that sounds awful. The Minecraft. Mr. Nightmare. This is good. Yeah. Half speed. Don't put it on half speed. It sounds a little crackly. Exactly. Spooky. <laughs> Glitchy is spooky. I guess nowadays, yeah, with the AMV stuff. All right, here we go. Spooky stories. The architect's key. Let's get this over <laughs> There was one. It sounds so bad. Come dude. on, Just dude. put it at normal speed. It. it sounds so bad. All right, fine. It sounds like skipping. Do Minecraft music. All right, that's normal speed. Loud as all get out. Do the broken um the broken record from Minecraft. You're a broken record. Do Minecraft music. We'll do that when you read one. <laughs> okay. Alright. For the third time, the architect's key. There was once a man named Edward who, de <gasps> who designed and built his own perfect house. He lived in it for many years until he eventually passed away. A new family soon moved in, but whenever they went into the basement, where Edward's personal study had been, they would get the feeling that someone was watching them. One day... They're watching me! I'm going to do like... Okay, yeah, that's fine, yeah. One day, the father of the new family decided to fix up an old jacket. I'm going to fix this old jacket up. Which every tailor in town had told him was beyond repair. This jacket is beyond repair. We can't fix this jacket. You're going to have to do it yourself. So he went down to the old study, laid his jacket on a chair... And then tried to see if there was anything in the old desk that could help him mend it. I wonder if there's anything in this old desk that could help me mend this. But the drawers were all locked. <laughs> oh man, these drawers are locked. And he couldn't find a key anywhere. I can't find the key anywhere for these drawers. <laughs> the next morning, he came back down to find the key on the desk. Oh. All of the drawers open and his jacket completely fixed. What in the world? There are more haunted house mysteries no one can explain. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> what the fuck? That's it? Yeah. That's, that's all it. it was? That was it. Should we get a longer one? I'm actually, one? I just pissed myself. I'm so scared. Wow. Should we get a longer one? No. It's short and sweet, but just better than that. Okay, let's keep doing it, going down the line. Spooky. Spooky sound. A mother's love? That's pretty scary. <laughs> want that one? Want me to read it? I'll read another one. Okay. All right. 
I can remember it on my phone. Okay, ready? Yeah. Some people actively go out looking for ghost encounters, and every once in a while they find one. When Kevin was a teenager, he and his friends had heard about a dangerous turn on the nearby highway that caused many accidents over the years. It was now haunted. The most well-known story was of a mother who took her own life after her son had crashed his car and died there. It was said around town that her ghost remained at the deadly turn to protect people from ending up like her deceased child. Kevin and his friends decided to put that theory to test. At night, Kevin drove his friends out to the highway. When the group of boys arrived at the turn, they pulled over. They bought a bag of flour with them. They brought a bag of flour with them and proceeded to sprinkle the white powder on the, on the road, the grass, and the car. The idea was to get footprints to prove that the ghost was indeed real. The boys hopped back in and began to take the car around the turn. Kevin accelerated faster and faster and thump. They the killed somebody. The car came to an abrupt halt as if someone had slammed down on it with their own two hands. They immediately got out of the car and saw two women-sized handprints in the white flower on the hood. What is a woman-sized handprint? For more haunting tales, check out these scary podcasts. <laughs> I don't know why they end like that. That was scary. <laughs> it's one of those podcasts must be ours. <laughs> What'd you think? That was good. That was really good. That was really, really good. All right, all right. You, you got one you want to read? Yeah. All right. Whenever you're ready. I was camping. Let me get a little... You want me to act it out or no? If you want. If it's good. I'll let you read one and then I'll act. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10% in our... There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities. Making s'mores having drinks and telling stories. <laughs> Go figure. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. What? Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsites and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe a hundred feet away from us in the field making the noises Slenderman we all agreed I didn't say that I added that that's ad-libs okay we all agreed that this thing looked maybe six feet tall skinny and white as can be yeah it's really him (laughs) we made our way closer to investigate but whatever it was we put but whatever it was that we started Oh, but whatever it was we saw started backing off as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear the little girl calling us for help as we tried to sleep. For more stories like this, check out the podcast below. (laughs) That's the scariest part at the end. (laughs) I just added that in, though. I was actually saying that. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that was pretty good. I was scared. I'm I'm scared of Thunder Man. How about uh, 10 terrifying but true horror stories reported in the news? Yeah. Okay. The Axe Murder House, The Haunted Doll, A Deadly Exorcism. 
dead animals in the walls. That sounds kind of cool. Let's do that. That sounds cool. That sounds gross. Not long though. I want a long one. I need a long one. 24 of the freakiest real life haunted house stories ever. find any actual stories. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Is it funny? Huh. Is it scary? Huh. 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 No, it's... No, no, no. It's longer. If we're doing it like the villagers, they go... Huh. No, they do not. Yeah, they do. Dude, I'm literally... They're all over the place. Dude, I'm literally a Minecraft huh. expert. Huh. 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 And then when they get hit... <laughs> yeah. And then a pillager... <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen them. You haven't seen a pillager? I haven't played any of the new Minecraft. Actually, I did... Spooky. Was that real? Yeah, that was a real door. Door. Is that real? Yeah, it was a real door. Holy shit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm just trying to find a long story, man. I'm sorry, okay? It's alright. All Maybe right. we go, uh, Goat Man. Alright, fine. It's on, it's online? Go Anasi's Goat Man, I think. Is it long? It's pretty good. It's scary. The Legend of the Goat Man? No. Look up A N A N S I. Goat man. Anansi's? Creepypasta wiki? Yeah. I'm going to stop. Is this it? It's on Creepypasta wiki? Um, Anansi's goat man story? It's pretty long. It's a, it starts off as a, um, a green text kind of thing. He says, I'm not, I'm going to stop green texting because the story is yeah, fairly yeah. long. No, read the top part though. Do you have this? Be 16, be black, and have faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Ready? Okay, here we go. Oh, you want me to read it? Mm -hmm. All right. I'm, I'm always, I have my glasses on, so I can't barely see, and I That's keep messing bullshit. up. I don't. The dumb excuse. Do you not want to read it? Just get better eyesight. I can get LASIK, but they cut off your eyeball. You get lazy? You're already there. Give me one second. Just start talking. Fill the space, please. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. We're, we have an ad for you. Do you ever want um, cheese? No. No. Do you ever want... <coughs> do you ever want to not be sick? No. What do you want? Tell me what you want, and then I'll advertise it. What do you want right now, Chris? Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to have some... Feta cheese, actually. Hey, feta cheese. Okay. Hey, do you ever want some feta cheese? Well, I know a little place called Feta Cheese Bakery, and they bake a lot of cheese. Uh, uh, they bake it with the oven, and they use onion mitts, um, oven mitts to grab it. 
not anything in the cheese. Like, they just grab the melted cheese from the oven all over the oven mitt. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But they do it, and then it gets all coagulated as it cools all over the oven mitts. And it's just so weird, man. It's like, what are you doing? Don't use those. Anyways, go down to the oven mitt store. Go down to the feta cheese bakery. Bakery and get your oven mitts. Get your oven mitts covered in feta cheese now. You have to bring your own oven mitts. That you get them covered. Okay, you want to end this ad? Thanks. Okay. You're a feta cheese salesman that got upset that he's selling feta cheese. No, the fe- no, he sells no. You bring your own oven mitt. They have the feta. It's called feta cheese bakery oven mitts in parentheses. Uh, that's what it says on the sign. And you go and you bring your own oven mitt, and he has like this vat of feta cheese melted. Mm. You dip the oven mitt in it, and then it dries on the oven mitt, and then you take that home. And it's 30 bucks a pop. Because cheese is expensive. Right. Is it? Yeah, dude. Yeah, when I make my some of my like recipes, when I buy feta cheese specifically, it's like 30 bucks or three blocks. I like how we have the ambient music in the background. but It's scary, man. It's prices <laughs> are scary. Inflation's scary. Okay. All right. The goat man. I'm talking small blocks, by the way, just to be clear. My phone is on do not disturb. This is going to be serious. This is the most serious time of the Accomplish Nothing podcast, Halloween. Just to be clear, before we start, this story, I have read this story multiple times, scares me every time. All right, I can't wait. It's a scary story. It's the scariest story I've ever read. How long is it going to take? Until it's done. That's fair. It's very fair. I would have said something like that, so I appreciate you responding in that way. It's pretty long. It's not, like, it's doable. All right, here we go. What's it called? Did you have to find it again? Nazi's Goatman Story. If you look up a Nazi's Goatman... No, I got it, I got it. Okay. All right. Um. (laughs) Uh, That's the wrong one. Sorry. Um. Nope. No... Whatever. Okay. Here we go. So this is in third person or first person? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to stop green texting because the story is fair. No, no, no. You just have to start from the green text. Oh, you do You do need the green text? Yeah, because okay. you need the, the context. All right. Here's my story. Semicolon. Be 16. Be black and have family down in Alabama. They farm and own a huge amount of land down in Huntsville. Uncle owns a big house and a bunch of trailers they put out in the woods for hunting or camping. Down south, cousins suggest that we go out there to camp. You know I'm a city kid from Chicago, so they tease the F out of me. Collect food, kill a pig and some chickens, and bring necessities to camp out for a few days. We get to camp and it's obvious something's weird. Air has this weird electric smell, like right before a storm, like ozone. What does ozone smell like? It's like, um, like, have you ever been in New York? You've been, we were just at New York. Yeah. Go outside and smell. I don't really see any difference, but we think of nothing, we think nothing of it and unpack and go down to a little creek to swim for a few hours. All of a sudden, some older white guy and a white teenager come out of the bushes. He has a shotgun in the crook of his arm and says hello and asks us what we're doing this far back in the woods. Tell him about my uncle who he knows and say we're camping out. 
tells us we need to be real careful out here and stick together. There was a big animal in the woods. His son. You're not reading it right. I'll read it. His son, who was my age. Okay, you do the green text. I'll read the story. God, wasting time, dude. Be 16. Be black. And if, we don't want to start from there. Collect food, kill a pig, some chickens. Bring necessities to camp out for a few days. We get to camp and it's obvious something is weird. Air has a weird electric smell like before the rainstorm, like ozone. We think it's something. We think nothing of it and unpack and go down a little creek to swim for a few hours. All of a sudden, some older white guy and a white teenager come out of the bushes. He has a shotgun in the crook of his arm and says hello and asks what we're doing so far back in, this, in the woods. Tell him about my uncle, who he knows, and says we're camping out. He tells us we need to be real careful here and stick together. There was a big animal in the woods. His son, who is my age, asks if he can stay and hang out with us. He says, okay. I'm going to stop green texting now because the story is fairly long and the format is harder to write in. All right, I got it. Go on. So we ended up playing football. Dicking around with me, there's this white kid, Tanner, five of my cousins and then four of their friends. In total, there were five girls and six boys. We were all around 15 to 17. We ended up just dicking the day away. So we head back to the camp and pull out some stuff for a campfire, even though the trailers both had kitchenettes. Tanner says that his family's property sits up against my uncle's. He wants to run home and ask his dad if he can come out camping with us. My cousin Rooster says he's going to go with him since it's going to get dark soon. One of the girls also wants to tag along. It's about 7 o'clock and it's starting to get pretty dark. They take flashlights and take the trail toward Tan's property. The rest of us chill. We make s'mores, drink, and kiss on the girls. What the about 30 or 40 minutes later, there's the smell of ozone again. You could smell it over the smell of the fire we had started. It's really nasty, coppery smell, like right after you've had a nosebleed and it stopped. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I got it. it wasn't exactly like dried blood, but it was that nasty metallic back of your throat smell. We immediately think that it's some kind of electrical malfunction, or someone left a hot plate on or some shit. We search the trailers and nothing is on, and we can all smell it. All of a sudden, we can hear people looking down the path toward us. And Rooster, Tan, and the girl all come running into the clearing out of breath. They don't even break stride. They all run into the trailer right by where the fire is. We all get the fuck out of there and into the trailers. They end up calming down. Even Rooster is crying his eyes out at this point. All the while, the fire is guttering lower and lower, so my other cousins say, fuck it, and are about to go outside to get the generator out of a shed between the trailers. Tanner goes, fuck no, lock the front door, ain't nobody else coming out, going outside. He's been crying too, and his eyes are bloodshot and puffy, and his pants are dirty as shit. He goes on to tell us that they went up to his house. His father said sure, he could go out camping, but to make sure they were careful on the way back, and that maybe they should take one of the hunting rivals, just in case. Evidently, Tanner had seen something in their yard a few days before. One of their pigs had come up, ripped up, and half-eaten. They assumed it was just some big cats or coyotes, even though they don't usually live with the other animals. He had gone upstairs and packed his stuff and told his dad that they would be okay without the rifle because coyotes avoid people. So they started walking back toward where we were camping. So Rooster finally stops crying and shaking. The girl already had, but she was just staring out the window with a dumb look on her face. He says they had gotten halfway into the woods toward the camp when they started to hear shit in the forest. It was almost pitch black by this time, so they weren't sure at first what the fuck it was. 
The girl says that she heard something in the bushes right off the trail, and they all beamed their flashlights over there, and there was someone standing back in the woods in a little hollow. Rooster said they shouted at him and told him that he was scaring the fuck out of them and what a dick he is. He says that's when he realized that the guy was facing away from them. So they keep walking, and they start smelling the nasty coppery, nasty coppery ozone smell again. They say that they look off into the forest on the opposite side, and it's this dude standing in the forest, backwards slightly closer to the path. So now they start power walking, and Tan keeps going, I should have taken the rifle. As they're telling the story, the smell is still super, super strong, even inside the cabin. They say that after they started walking faster, a kind of low gibbering had coming, started coming from both sides of the wood, and as they start booking it back to the trailer, the girl said she had hurt, flashed her flashlight out into the woods to the side of them and had seen something jerking itself through the woods. The gibbering just got louder and louder, and when they could see the light from our campfire, something had come out of the woods about 40 yards behind them onto the track, and they had just flat out ran as hard as they could to the trailer. So we're out in the woods, and we're assuming at this point it's some rednecks or some shit trying to fuck with us. All of a sudden, my other cousin, Junior, starts going on about how he went to school with a native kid that was telling him about the goat man. We promptly tell him to shut up because we don't need any spooky talk right now. When he keeps, when he just keeps going on and on about it's about this goat man and how we're in this woods and blah blah blah. Now at the time, I had never heard of this goat man or any of that. But then a couple years ago, the year before I graduated from college, I had a menum for a roommate and I ended up asking him about it. And to sum it up, it's basically a man with the head of a goat and he can shapeshift and he gets among groups of people to terrorize them. It's also supposed to be kind of like the Wendigo. And it's Wendigo. bad Wendigo. And it's bad mojo to even talk about it and even worse if you see it. Keep in mind, I don't I didn't know this back when I was sixteen. So my cousin is going. The goat man's going to get in and fucking get us. The girls are all terrified and my cousins are all fucking trying to figure out if it's some hillbillies or some animal. So all of a sudden the smell just goes away. Like, to this day, I haven't even experienced anything like it. Like, usually smells fade away or lessen. It's literally just... It was literally just there one second and then not the other. So it's after an hour, making it around 9 or 10. We stopped shitting bricks enough to go back outside and stoke the fire again. We figure it was just some assholes trying to fuck with us, so we don't go back home. Because we think if we do, they chase us through the woods or some crazy shit. Nothing else weird happens that night, and we stay another night, and for the main part of the night, nothing happens. At about one in the morning, we're outside getting drunk and telling ghost stories. So this is the next night? Uh, it's the same night, I think. Okay. As someone is finishing some spooky story, I don't remember what happened. The smell comes back. It's so strong that one of the girls literally starts vomiting. I stand up, and you can actually feel how clammy the air is. I say we should get inside, and this isn't right. We should have just left. We all go back inside and we're standing around. My cousin just keeps going on about how it's the goat man. And my cousin Rooster tries to shut him up. And all the while I'm just feeling that something is wrong and I can't figure out what it is. We end up sitting in there for a while. The smell is just as strong and we're terrified and all huddled in this camper. We end up cooking brats, brats for everybody because nobody wants to go outside. It's one of those packs with four brats. We have a total of three packs. I grill them up on the stove and give everybody a hot dog. I get mine. After a while, one of my cousins gets up and goes over to the pot to get another one. He starts grumbling about how I get get two brats and everybody else only got one. And I look at him like he's stupid. I tell him that everybody only got one because there were only 12 brats. If he wants more, he should open open up a new pack and cook some more. 
That's when the girl that had been out with Rooster and Tan just started screaming, Oh, Jesus, oh, Lord, get it out. She's crying and shivering, and then it dawns on the cousin standing up. What is wrong? Me and him both glance around the room, and then I feel my heart sink. I run out of the cabin, and the girl runs out with us. The trailer door is banging against the side of the trailer as everybody books out of the cabin. One of my cousin's friends asked us what, is, what was wrong. I started counting us. There's only 11 now. I shit you not, my cousin verified. There had been 12 people in the cabin. But being that everybody didn't really know each other well, nobody had really noticed the whole time that there was an extra person. So there was 13 and now there's 11? No, there was 11 people. Total. Originally, now then there was 12. Okay. Then I realized earlier that I had kind of noticed something was off. You know how when we're just dicking around having a good time that you don't sweat the smallest shit and you don't always keep track of certain stuff. I'm dead sure that someone else had been in the trailer with us and they had been there for at least a day eating with oh, us. Oh, it was the next night, my bad. What makes it worse is I could figure out which one because I didn't think anyone ever actually interacted with the other person. The goat man. The girl kept praying to Jesus and we're all sitting outside. Eventually we get big ass sticks and go back in the cabin. But there's nobody in there. We could count again, and there's 11 people. We go back into the trailer and lock the door. We explain what happened. And the girl says that she realized too, and that when and that when he was about to say something, the person sitting next to her had grabbed her leg hard and leaned over her and said something she couldn't understand. So we are pretty much scared as fuck as we huddle together, and I fall asleep. When I wake up, the sun is just coming up, and half the people are asleep, and the other half are packing their shit up. We all want to walk back home, but like four people want to stay until the sun is all the way up. And some people think that we're just messing around and still want to stay at the trailers. I just want to get out of the woods. The girl's name was Kira, the one that the goat man had touched. Anyway, I asked her if she thinks it was something bad. And she says she wants, she just wants to go home and she doesn't want to be out in the woods alone for another night. So we decided to split up. The four that want that want to go can go, but I have to say, because I have the keys in the ca to the cabin, it's my uncle's and I have to lock up. I'm super pissed at this point, because I feel like people aren't taking this shit seriously, and I definitely didn't want to be out in the woods for another night. I spend the rest of the day trying to convince the rest of the people, now four girls and four guys, to get out of the Dodge, out of Dodge. Tanner leaves with them to go get a rifle and says he's going to be back, so there are just seven of us left by 4 p.m. At around 5 p.m., he hasn't made it back yet. We're getting extremely antsy. The only reason I stopped begging them to go back was because he went to get a gun. It's about 5.30 or so, when the one cousin that did stay says that the girl Kira is outside. We all look outside, and sure enough, she's standing by the fire pit with her back to the cabin. I'm thinking to myself, if she, if she was so scared, why the hell would she come back? And I get this nasty feeling in my gut. Keep in mind, the whole time the coppery smell has been gone. Now I realize I can smell just a twinge of it. I say this to the rest of them and everybody, and these are the people that wanted to stay in the woods after we had that goddamn goat man in our midst. He's laughing at me and asking if I set this up to scare them. I'm looking at them like, I'm not bullshitting you all right now. I ask them, what the fuck would I play? Why'd I, why would I play like that? So one of the girls goes outside to get Kira. She gets halfway to her and stops cold. Kira starts heaving, and I don't know what or how to describe it. Sort of like if someone with their back turned was laughing without actually making any sound. It was this fact that made me realize there was not sound in the whole woods. It was dead silent. This was, this was like later in September, so it was still fairly hot at the time. But it was super chilly some days too. 
you could usually hear big-ass geese honking or some kind of birds or squirrels chit-chatting. So I step out of the door and tell her to come back in the trailer right goddamn now. She backs up into the trailer and we lock the door. We pull down all the shades except one and put a guy there in a chair to watch her. She stands there for another 20 minutes or so. The guy turns to say that she's still there and there's a huge bang on the door. We all jump up and scramble around the living room of the trailer. The banging is super loud. So now my cousin is holding one of the girls and the other two are kind of giggling with nervous laughter and me and the other two guys are shitting bricks. Then we hear Tan. He's screaming. Let me the fuck in. Stop fucking playing. So we go over to the door and open it. And he stumbles in with a rifle. There's nobody else outside. Evidently he had walked up to the campsite. Nothing weird happened in the forest but he had seen a girl. Mind you he said it was not Kira standing there. When he had gotten to the edge of the clearing she had turned toward him the slack-jawed look and just stared him down, slowly tracking him as he walked around the outside of the clearing towards the camp. He said it wasn't until he was almost halfway to the trailer he had realized that she was getting closer to him. She had started off by the fire and without him even seeing her move she had been turning, inching closer. Closer. He said he just ran the rest of the way back to the cabin thinking he would open and when he got to the door it was locked and he turned and it was about half the distance to the door. He looks around the room and then gets super pale. He pulls me to the side and whispers in my ear, You know there are only seven of us seven of us in here, right? I get that feeling where you, your stomach drops to your nuts. It had been back inside the trailer while we were sorting out who was going where. And then when we all went outside to talk earlier in the day, it had, it had just slipped right back in. Did you get that? Yeah, I'm... This is... It's written weird, sorry. Yeah, no, it's, it's all like just written by some dude, so... We looked out the window and there's nobody out there. So we recount everyone and then basically I go over and ask everyone how many people were here earlier. And everybody says eight. I say, well, how many are here now? They all do the count and then realize there are only now seven people in the cabin. So Tanner had brought back a couple boxes of ammo and his rifle. And he had told his dad that there was some kind of animal in the forest because he didn't think his dad would believe him if he said it was the goat man. He says that his cousin is supposed to be coming down in a few hours and that in the morning we can all go back to his place and his cousin will drive us home. Now I'm really terrified, but at least feel better because we can be American and shoot the fuck out of whatever it is if it comes back. But then my cousin gets in this huge argument with one of the girls because she thinks that I'm trying to be funny and prank them and that she's getting really scared and that I'm not funny. He keeps telling her that I'm not that kind of person and she says, well, how do we know the girl wasn't just Tanner in a wig? Or if it's really the goat man, how do we know that this is the real Tanner and the goat man didn't just kill Tanner in the woods and take his gun? So we get into a huge argument about this where me and Tanner are like, we could seriously be in danger because at the very least, someone has been sneaking themselves into our trailer without us knowing and mingling with us. And at worst, something bad is in the forest fucking with us. One of the girls is trying and saying she wants to go right now, and we're trying to tell her we shouldn't because none of us are walking through the woods in the middle of the night. At this point, the sun is starting to go down, and it's getting a little cloudy out. We eat something and turn on the radio for a while, and we can't really get a station out here with anything decent, so we turn it off at about the time that Tan's cousin shows up. He was 19, I think. At this point, the sun is just barely over the horizon, and he has one of those heavy-duty lantern flashlights and another rifle. He walks up to the trailer and we whisper to Tan, asking if he's sure that his cousin, and he says yes. The guy looks behind him all around the camp and walks in. He kind of glances at all of us and looks a little confused. He says, where's your other little buddy at? 
I figured she would meet me up in the cabin. Is she a little slow or something? He also asked whether we had been cooking blood in the cabin, because it smelled like blood and hot pans all the way up to the trail. We were all like, nope. But we asked him what is he, what he's talking about with the girl he saw. He had come down to the same trail Tan had been using, and he had come up on one of Hugh's guy's buddies standing in the middle of the trailer, looking him slack-jawed. He had asked her a bunch of questions, but all she did was just look at him. Then she smiled at him, and, and he said he kept walking. She didn't. She couldn't seem to keep up with him and kept lagging a little behind. He, at, he said he asked her if she was hurt or something, and if she needed any help, but she had continued to stare. Eventually, he had been walking and turned around a bend in the trail, but when he turned around and went back to see if she was okay, the trail was empty. He assumed she had taken some short, shortcut through the woods to our trailer. We tell him the whole story of what's been going on. I half expected him to say we were full of shit, but he just listened and then sat down on the couches in the living room. Tanner's cousin gets back to the girl. He says when she had kept trying to lag behind him, it had kind of weirded him out. So he tried to keep her in front of him. But no matter how slow he walked, she was always lagging a little behind. And then he smelled this nasty smell, and it got stronger as he got to the camp. Eventually it got really strong. She, she had said something really low that he didn't catch. And when he had turned around, she had been right the fuck up on him, and he stepped back from her. It was at this point he asked her if she was okay and if she wasn't him to carry her back the rest of the way and she just kept staring. He said he reached out for her, as in to grab her on the shoulder. But he must have been misjudged the distance because she was off to the side of where he had put his hand, like she had moved while he was locking dead while he was looking dead at her. So at this point, we know this shit's real, unless Tanner is playing a joke, which we can tell he's not because he's almost pissing his pants. So they load up their rifles, we eat some more, and we just kind of sit around until about 11. To this day, every time I think about this, I really pray to God that it's some huge prank that my cousins played on me and just never revealed so I would shit for the rest of my life. At around 11, the stink of copper turns into an actual nasty, gross, blood-like smell, like cooking blood and singed hair. Singed. Singed hair, sorry. Tan, Tanner and his cousin Reese get up instantly and grab the rifles. There's like a half knocking, half clawing at the door. And I shit you not, there's this voice. And it sounds like when you see those YouTube cats and dogs whose owners teach them how to talk. It says in this halting, weirdly toned voice. Let me the fuck in. Stop fucking playing. It made my fucking nuts creep up against my body. And one of the girls just starts crying and calling on Jesus. It was so obviously not a person talking. It didn't have the right cadence, and that's some shit that I never realized until that moment. But all people have a certain cadence when they talk, no matter what language. All people have a certain kind of rhythm to talking. This shit didn't have any kind of cadence or rhythm. One of those YouTube cats. That's what the that's what it sounded like outside the door. Alright, pause it for a sec. Okay. I want to play what he says it sounds like on the mic, just so you can get like a... Okay, yeah, please. There's actually a video right there. Pause it. Shut up, Michael Klee. Alright, it's ready. So this is what he says his hearing as the voice sounds like. And this is I think he might say specifically this video. Yeah, the video's right there. That's what he says it sounds like. Something similar. 
like laughing in the background because it's on some like home video thing so uh another thing just to mention this story is not your typical creepypasta story and it's written in a way that is not written like a professional writer it's written like someone recanting events right that makes it so much fucking scarier because i believe that whoever wrote this experienced this like i genuinely believe it unless they're somehow just planning it out that way the way the story is written is written like someone who does not know how to write a paper Right. Let alone a story like this in depth. And that freaks me out so much because I really believe that the, whoever wrote this believed this happened or at least something similar. Or it's must have really, he must have really experienced this. All right, let me finish it. It sounded like this almost, or it sounded like that almost what we just played, just not funny. Sorry for being on a tangent, but if you can't imagine how this shit sounded, then you can't imagine how fucked up the whole situation was. So then the smell goes away for a while, and for the next hour or so, you can hear someone basically creeping around in the woods and shit. Every couple minutes, it'll come back into the door and say something. Finally, when the smell fades away, it's around 2 in the morning right now, Reese says, Man, fuck this, and opens the door and walks outside with his rifle. He fires a shot into the air and says something to the effect of, In the name of Jesus Christ, go away. He fires two more times, and then from the woods right up against... The river across from the trailer, it sounds like something is slowly gibbering and hooting. Then it starts screaming, and it almost sounds like a woman and a cat in the bag screaming together. Like, I seriously have never heard any shit like that. And you can hear the brush over that way, that way start to shake. Reese's... <laughs> give me a second. Uh-huh. Reese fires over into the tree line and then starts backing into the woods. We lock the door, and we can hear the shit keening and screaming. Reese says something had come out of the bushes, super low to the ground and crawling toward the cabin. He had shot at it. Pretty much, that was how the rest of the night went. It was literally screaming constantly for the next two hours, and we could hear shit moving out into the tree line, but it never came back up to the cabin until everyone had finally fallen asleep. Tan had been sitting in the door, in the chair, watching the door with his rifle. Nobody else heard or saw this, and he told me two days later, after the whole thing was over. He said it had been nodding off after the screaming and noises finally stopped, and he had been almost asleep when he saw someone come out of the bathroom and then lay down in the middle of the floor and go to sleep. He had just assumed it was one of us and nodded off. Then he said he kind of realized something was wrong, and while pretending to be sleeping, he counted us. There were nine people in the cabin. He basically didn't want to try to shoot at the fucking thing in the cabin and have it kill all of us then and there, or have Reese wake up and start shooting and then we kill ourselves. So he just stayed awake all night, pretending to be asleep, he said sometimes it would stand up and kind of do this weird jittery thing or heave like it was laughing, but then it would lay back down. The story closes pretty weak because from my perspective, nothing happened. We woke up and I noticed that Tan was a little jittery and then he was avoiding looking at all of us. But we ate some breakfast, packed up and started walking to his house. He stayed last in the cabin and said he'd locked up and bring me my uncle's keys to just start walking and he'd catch up, which I didn't really want to do. We got a little bit up the path, and when he came running up, basically we just jogged back to his house. His cousin took us home. There was a window in the bathroom. Tan had gone back to lock up and looked in there. We were too stupid to lock a screenless window. The window was up when we went in there. I'm guessing it had been doing that all along, waiting for us to fall asleep or slip up, and then getting in among us. It walked with 
It walked with us Sounds. all the goddamn way back to this his house. And then he said it lagged to the back of the group and looked him dead in the eyes before walking into the woods. So I walked us. back with them the entire time. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Yeah. And the thing is, is that it's, so it could be someone playing a prank. Because all of it is pretty normal. Like, it's not normal, but it's pretty, like, it's weird. Yeah. But it's pretty, like, you can really, it's not, like, supernatural. It's not, like, unimaginary. Mm-hmm. It's just weird shit. And I think that that story is the creepiest story I've ever read because I can really picture this happening to somebody or some group of people. Like, just some fucking weird thing. Yeah, that was a... I wish I could understand this guy's language because he writes like an idiot, but... Yeah. Oh, no, it's just like some dude writing his account of what happened. Yeah. But it's creepy as all hell. I've read that story like a hundred times. It's so scary. Yeah, that was good. Every Halloween I read it because it's so so creepy. There was one thing I wanted to look at. So the... What happened to Kira? She walked back, apparently. She left. They left with a bunch of people. Remember, there was So 11. nobody was killed. No. They're no, they they're just, just left. like terrorized. Yeah, so when he. So apparently the goat man touched her. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, that's and what then I want to look at. And he said something strange, or he said something she couldn't understand, and they all fell asleep. Right? And then when he woke up, she, the guy, or the goat man who was doing that thing, looked like Kira. But when he was. And, and at the end, someone's sneaking into the cabin, and it looks like a human. And it's doing the laughing thing again, standing up and doing the laughing thing. So whatever that is, is taking the place of, like, when it touches somebody or whenever it said somebody, it took the place of that person. It looked, not took the place, but it took their appearance, at least somewhat. So, you know. What, okay, why did she scream? Oh, Jesus, oh, Lord, get it out. I don't know. I've, I've, I might have missed something at the beginning. Maybe it was, maybe, well, I think because they counted more people. And they didn't know who it was. But, they, but the thing is, like, it's really confusing because, like, there, there are people in the cabin, and they can't distinguish which one doesn't belong there. Right. But that is normal, you know? 11 people, 12 people in a, a small area, and you don't realize, like, people don't pay attention to everything. No, not at all. So it's just, it's really weird. And also, it takes the shape of somebody. So, like, hypothetically, right, if you're already freaked out, maybe... There's two of, like, let's say I'm in a cabin and I see two of you, but in different rooms. And if I'm freaked out enough, maybe I won't even realize I saw you twice. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, who knows what it really was. But that's, that's what's so, I don't know, dude. It's so creepy. It's so. God, it slept with, it was there at the end? Yeah. And it was, like, getting up and chittering around. and Just imagine that. Like, it's, it's, it's scary. For me, for me, it's scary because I can really imagine it happening. Like, a lot of the scary creepypasta stories, I don't really find that scary because a lot of them are a little too far in the supernatural. Well, this one is supernatural. It's also, like, I can re- I can see this existing somewhere. With all the other legends we have. Yeah. Especially Native American legends. Like, just some weird predator or something. Or just, like, I don't know, mythical fucking creature. Who knows? But I really do believe that this guy... It could have also been a prank from that fucking Tanner dude. Because he was the one who said he saw it at the end. So right. it could have all been a prank. I mean, he's a hunter, you know? They probably have blood. They can boil blood. His dad may be in on it. Maybe he has some friends he knew that he can play a prank on these guys. That's also a possibility. You know? That's why I think it's such a good story. Because you don't know if it's real or not. But it could also be just a really well-done prank. But wasn't he in the room when that... 
voice was heard. Yeah, but someone could do a weird voice. People do weird voices all the time. And they didn't see it. Yeah. And they didn't see it. Like, they, everything they saw, they said it looked like a person. But just yeah. going like this. Like, or something. Like a slack jaw. Whatever that could be. Like, I'm assuming it was just the mouth was open and it was, like, dead, a dead-eyed. Which is a normal person. Like that. Yeah. It was just trying to, like, it was as if it was taking just the body of someone but didn't have full control of the muscles. Maybe. Yeah. It's creepy, man. Or if it was just someone... Someone that they knew, like it could have just been a big prank. That's what I like about it, is that it's really you don't know. But if it wasn't a prank, then that's fucking scary. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, there's not a lot of. I mean, and I do think it was real. I do think that this guy really experienced that. But that's why I like. That's why I like it so much. Fortune, September twenty eighth. Edited slightly from the original thread. Edited slightly from the original thread to improve grammar and flow. Yeah. Bullshit. Well, I mean, it probably <laughs> is improved. I mean, the, the writing, you can... Um, is there anything, like, else on it? Goldman's no. story. The goat man. Also, there's like that other goat man. Don't even pay attention to that. This story is like one of a kind, really. There's nothing else really about it. There's the other goat man that was in like uh, some train accident or something. Uh, that BuzzFeed channel, the BuzzFeed Scary or something. They did a video on that, but it's not related to this at all. This is its own thing. I mean, it could be like a skinwalker, you know, taking the place of someone, but it's something off, you know. The skinwalker, that story, is the skinwalkers are basically just things that can take the image of somebody else but it's something off about it that's why you always see it in tiktok or whatever they always say oh it's a skinwalker when they see an animal it looks like an animal but there's something slightly off about yeah. it skinwalker skin hence skin you know takes their image now on tap goatman ipa Ooh, <laughs> i hate ipas yeah yeah man all right i guess you'll read a story next week eh yeah, we're going to score next, scoring next week. Got to find a spooky. How long has it been recording for? Over an hour? We're almost there. It's oh. good time. All right. All right. I got to end this with a monologue that I'm not prepared for. So maybe I'll just do a short one. <coughs> I'll do a short one from a scary story. I mean, scary movie. Mm, yeah, what movie? Um, what movies have good monologues? Scary movies. I guess you can do, like, The Shining or something. I could do a Hannibal Lecter quote. Oh, yeah. I mean, but there's more of a... I've never felt that was scary. It is a horror movie, technically, but I always thought it was a mystery or a thriller. Let me see. Good background. It's so short. I don't need background. Jail ambient. Prison ambient. Okay, here we go. Hannibal Lecter. Uh, first encounter, I think. The end of the first encounter. I eat his liver. With the yeah, side yeah, of. <coughs> I don't know what she says before that. But. Okay. <coughs> I gotta get his. I gotta get his voice. 
Clarice. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> you got that down. Okay, that's been episode <laughs> 15. I've accomplished nothing. It puts its lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose put again. The, put the fucking lotion put in the, the basket. the fucking lotion in the basket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This has been a more serious episode, but um, I think it was good. I had a good time. I hope everybody likes the Goat Man story. hope everyone's freaked out. Don't go outside. Don't go to a random... Is it a random cabin? Don't like go to your uncle's cabin. cabin. Or don't be all those things on the list. Yeah. Just don't, don't be those things stuff. on the list. On the green text. If you smell blood, boiling blood, probably best idea is just to like go away. Yeah, go away. Just get you away. can't smell it anymore. Okay. Make sure you're alone. Or not any extra people. Yeah, that's true. That would be the best case scenario in that scenario. Be alone. Mm-hmm. What's okay. he going to do? Take your place? <laughs> All right, spooky episode one. Down in the books. Thank okay. you for listening. Have a good day. <laughs>